Hello, hello. Oh yeah. Uh, I can you hear me? I can hear you now, Joseph. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Nice to connect with you again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird because like I was trying to uh, send the link, but it wasn't working like all the time, so I had to replay it. No worries, it's working now, which is good. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. Um. So I think we're gonna start like right now. Sounds you... good. Okay. So um. First of all, I want to say um, a really big thank you to Avaxep to join me on uh, this episode. And I'm going to give you also like a couple minutes to introduce yourself so that my audience uh, knows you at least a little bit. Awesome. And, and after that, we will get into the the subject, that the reason why we are here. And um, yeah. So, hello friends, welcome back to Joshua Landers Podcast. Today episode, we will be talking about uh, basically life experiences. And uh, today I'm having a really special guest, um, which is named, I'm sorry if I spelled that wrong, is uh, Bian Asris, right? That's okay, it's Binium Asris. Oh yes, uh, I'm really sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I'm going to give him a few time to introduce himself. And then after that, we will start talking about the main reason why we are here. So, uh, Bian, you have the, the green light. Thank you. Okay, so my name is Binium. Uh, Binium Astris. I am a kindologist. It's a self-appointed term I came up with uh, because it's a brand I want to carry throughout my legacy in this life now uh, in the way that we connect with each other. I am fascinated by the way people connect, interact, uh, socialize, communicate. The ways we connect, I think, are really important. And I think the best medium in which to do it is through kindness. While I am a kindologist and love to inspire others towards kindness, I also drive an Uber, which is how Josu and I met in the first place. And so <laughs> I also playfully call myself an Uberologist because I do enjoy that job immensely and it enables me to connect with people along the way. Um, how's that for an introduction, Josu? Yeah, that, that, that was really good because I, I, was, I wasn't really expect like your introduction will be like that really good like that that was really good well thank you i appreciate it <laughs> yeah uh so like i think now we we start like talking about the main reason why we're here so the first question it's from so just to let you know mm -hmm. so like the most like most people of my i mean my audience most of them uh come from philippines uh us and canada so I did the the announce on my Instagram before I started doing this uh, live podcast, and um, some of them asked me some interesting questions, which we will be talking about like today and in a couple of minutes. So the first question is from um, Alicia from the Philippines, and her question was this: as a young like in high school mm -hmm. so 
she had that hard time, you know, with uh, her parents. Um, especially like about future, um, about school, so in university. So for her, her plan was that after high school, she will um, study um, technology. So mm-hmm. technically, um, she like you know the the world of technology. Mm-hmm. So. However, her parents was, you know, uh, always tell her that that world of technology is not really good for her as a female. Mm-hmm. Uh, they most likely want her to do, um, to study for law, but she's not really into that. So what advice, what, what is the best advice you can give her? Because in the same time, she don't want to disappoint her parents. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, she will like her parents. She will respect her parents. However, she just don't want to do you know what her parents tell her to do because she want to do you know technology because she will like technology and she even uh, is inspired by I don't know if you know this um, amazing guy. His name is uh, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. uh, the the guy who made uh, Tesla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she she's really inspired by him, and uh, she doesn't really see herself, you know, like doing, uh, I mean, become like a um, as they call that in English, uh, like you know, a study for love. Mm-hmm. What what was the 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 best advice that you can uh, give her? Like in same time, she can do what she wanna do in life, and uh, in same time, she um, don't disappoint, you know, like her parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great question, Alicia. Um, here are my thoughts. Uh, they go, they go as follows. Um, first of all, I think it's really important to acknowledge which season of life you're in. You're currently a teenager, I'm guessing, in high school, preparing for life outside of high school. One of the big things that parents want to do is they want to raise their kids successfully to become independent human beings who are making their own decisions that work really well for them. Um, one of the challenges that parents have is knowing how to let go of that oversight or that control over their kids' lives as they grow up. A big part of how parents want to serve their kids well is to make sure that their kids are going to survive in the future. And one of those critical areas is in the career that they choose. They want almost to make the choice for their kids based on their vantage point of what success looks like they want their kids to choose careers that are going to be providing well for their families and a good way of life and so sometimes especially uh, with um, uh, countries that are developing they want to aim for the best that they can aim for and that usually is in the area of law or medicine or business in some sense and I can totally relate with that because I grew up with that dynamic as well where there's heavy expectations put on me for how to, you know, choose accordingly. And it wasn't based on what I wanted or what I enjoyed in life, but more so practically what's going to help you make the best bang for your buck economically. Doctors make lots of money. Lawyers make lots of money. Business people, they make lots of money. So aim for one of those is what the narrative usually goes. However, here's the challenging part, Alicia. The really challenging part comes now with how to pursue your dreams or what you're really interested in. In this case, you're saying it's, I think technology is what you're saying? Oh, yes. So 
if it's technology, but your parents are pressuring you to go for law, I think given that you're still at home under the roof, a really important priority that you have in front of you is to honor your parents for the place that they have in your life and for the way they're providing for you. Yes, it's true that you're in a season right now where you want to experience more independence and to make your own choices. It sounds like your parents are having struggle with this dynamic because they still want to kind of control some factors in your life, including what you're going to study in the future. So with this conflict there, I think it's really important, Alicia, first of all, note that you're in their home under the roof. And so they're still calling the shots for the most part. What I would encourage you to do is work the best you can in your current season right now. Do the best you can at school. Um, honor your parents while at home. You want to make sure you have a good uh, friendship relationship with them as you're growing up, even though they may struggle with letting you have control. And why that's important is because as you prepare for life on your own, you still want to have a really good precedent for how you're interacting with your parents. There's two things going on here, and it's a conflict of the wills. On the one hand, they want you to do something that you don't want to do, and you want to do something that you do want in your life. And so the really important point, while you have a difference of opinion on what you're going to do in your life, is to make sure that your relationship with your parents is intact. You want to honor them. You want to communicate uh, um, with them respectfully and honestly. While you're giving them honor and working the best you can, I think it's totally legitimate to say, Mom and Dad, I know you want me to go down this track. I'm not sure I'm convinced that this is the right way for me. This does not seem like a lifetime that is um, going to be happy if I choose this career. I want to aim for this one here. See if there's any willingness on your parents' side to negotiate, saying, Hey, Mom, Dad, can I maybe... Um, pursue as best as I can maybe the, uh, both end in the first years of university and see which one I'm doing really well at and how I can maybe plan something for the future if that is not a possibility Alicia I would say for the time being on your parents work hard and then when the time comes for you to be able to start making your own way in life maybe at 18 years old 19 years old when it's time for you to go to university or move on it might mean that you're communicating with your parents respectfully saying mom dad i know you want me to do this but this is not where my heart's desire is i want to honor you even while i choose my own pathway in life it may mean that you're going to have a separation from your family for a bit alicia which is really difficult but this is what independence looks like as we go to become independent human beings so communicate honestly respectfully with them but be firm in saying, this is where I want to go. It may mean that you lose support of your parents, that you may have to work for your own to pay for your own home and your own education, which slows down the progress for you to accomplish your goals. But if that's what you really feel you want to do, continue aiming for it at that time when you're able to leave home and make your own decisions while still trying to facilitate good relationships and honoring your parents relationally. That's what I'd probably suggest. It's not, it's not an easy one, but that's a tough one. But nonetheless, I can relate as well. Yeah. Well, that, that's really amazing. Like, everything you said. And um, if I can add on top of that. So I think, Alicia, what you can do in like, uh, this case is, um, as uh, Ben already said, so honor your parents. That's the, the most important thing. However, also keep in mind that, you know, uh, that there is your future, that your parents is your future. Um, at the end of the day, uh, yes, for sure, like all parents always want the best for the child. But it's also really important to also give your child, you know, the options to choose 
what they really like to do or what they they are really passionate about to do in life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just keep that path and also keep in mind that that's your life, you know, uh, is on game right now. Yeah, so I'm not going to say a lot because Dian always say a lot of amazing stuff. So I just I think I just gonna go to uh, the second question. So this question um, from John, John from Canada, here in our country. So his concern is this. Uh, he said, I always want to study art in college, but my parents chose medicine for me. And now I'm in medicine, I'm studying medicine in college. Uh, but, and he's almost done, you know, his school. However, uh, the thing is, he don't like that study. So, his concern is, what he can do in this case? Should he, he have to give up on uh, the, the program and then go for art that he's really passionate about? Or he just have to and the uh, program of medicine and then maybe do art so what do you think what can you what, what is the best advice that you can give this is such a tough one because john i believe he is almost finished his medical studies and that's a huge investment of years already right huge investment there and so the question is, should he just bail ship right now before he's done and maybe you're like change course or should he go ahead and finish? Let me tell you my experience, honestly, <laughs> and I've almost followed the same pathway. So I went into sciences for my second degree. My first couple of degrees, I really wasn't a fan of. Sciences was the second one. Um, and I was also on the same track for medicine as well, thinking uh, that I might want to be a doctor. But as I was finishing my second degree on that same course, I realized, oh, no, this is not what I want to do for my career and my future. So should I bail ship now or keep on going? My parents strongly suggested, they strongly insisted that I carry on and finish this degree this whole program and make it to the other end because they're like you started you finished that's just principle i chose differently i I chose to stop and and realign to where i wanted to go looking back on that decision for me personally i did not regret that decision but it was a really difficult decision a really difficult decision because you're asking what do i do with all these years that i've just accomplished already i think it isn't, we aren't meant to live life looking backwards and saying, okay, I have to keep on a course, even as, if it's the wrong course based on my past decisions. Instead, I think we reflect on our past and then try to make the best choices as we go forward for what is going to help us get to a better area. So even as you're almost finishing this um, course of studies that you're in, John, I would probably say that's the only decision you can make. Only decision you can make. If I were in your shoes, I'd probably weigh out how desperately I want to fulfill my art desire versus my science or medicine desire. And so um, 
either you could finish if you only have just a little bit more left and then realign and head back into arts. But that's a lot of uh, school that you have just come through. I'm not sure if you have to pay for your student debts, perhaps, or that kind of thing being in the workforce while you try to work on your arts. Another option there, John, would probably be to finish um, start your career in medicine but start also developing your artistic side on the side making time and, and making that a priority and then uh, maybe featuring that in some way like the, the process of you growing in your arts desire on some social platform like tiktok whereby you're saying hey i'm just an amateur artist trying to figure my way forward learning my way taking these courses sharing your progress of learning and creating a community that comes around you and says we're interested in your story and seeing how you progress through all this this is all part of your life story here and the yeah. big thing in it is how are you able to enjoy and find purpose in what you're doing sometimes we get locked into decisions john like you where you've invested a lot and you have to kind of carry on with certain choices like maybe you have to finish off and keep on going to survive economically but it doesn't mean that you you should be locked in there look for those opportunities that still give you options to pursue what you really want to do it may mean the difference of you saying i'm not going to work full-time i'm going to work part-time so i can still make time to pursue my art um uh, indulgence and trying to grow in that ability but that's yeah. what probably what i would suggest there yeah that, that, that that's a really good suggestion and uh if i can add a little bit on it so i think john you kind of like in a uh, little bit kind of like same situation as me so i know that you know like medicine that a really like a really big investment as a study and it takes like you know uh, more than i think three years or four years something like that so as you say like you're almost done so the best thing to do in this point is just you know like uh go for it and until the end and as uh beyond say you know um in your free time maybe you can you know keep you know practicing your art stuff because i also love art and i also do art and so like anytime when i'm free i don't have to i don't have any uh like projects to work on my architecture stuff so i also you know like uh do some drawing and stuff so the best thing you can do like in this in this moment is just you know like uh keep forward in your school and in your medicine program and at the end maybe yeah for sure you can uh if you want to you can go for art after that mm -hmm. so yeah uh thank you so much Dion, for the amazing advice that you gave to our friend ben you're welcome yeah so we're gonna go to the next question so our next uh person also come from here in canada and i strongly believe that that's Quebec. Yeah. So uh, his question is this. All concerned. So he he also likes his parents. I mean, he loves his parents. But here's the thing. He always in that challenge, you know, uh, with uh, one of his brothers. And um, her, like her parents always try to compare her to his brother. Because like his brother only finished school, and he he's a medicine now, and she always wanted to to do art, art 
what is that called in English? Uh, archaeology. Mm-hmm. But her parents tell, tell her to 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 study for law as well. So it's kind of like a little bit the same case for the the first one. So she don't really like it. And on top of that, she left uh, her parents' house because of that. However, she she's kind of confused, like right now, like what what she can do, you know, uh, to fix things between uh, his parents and her study. So, what what can you say about this case? This is a tough one to listen to, and I'm really sorry. I, I didn't catch her name, but I'm really sorry to hear her circumstance. That's a really tough one, especially yeah. when you get compared to someone else, because when you're being compared to someone else, it's almost as if you don't get to live your own life. You're, have to living, you're having to live in the lens of someone else's accomplishments. Yeah. And I know, like, I'm the oldest of six kids. All five of my younger siblings had to follow in my footsteps. And I, I mean, I was really successful at a lot that I accomplished in my younger years too. And so my younger siblings, as they grew up, went through the same teachers and friends, they were always compared to me saying, oh, you're Binyam's sibling. And so you must be this and this and this, like Binyam. But they weren't. They were totally different individuals. And so this is why I'm feeling so much for this individual, because she's being compared to her older brother, who's accomplished his own things in his right, which is amazing. But she's someone different from him. And she isn't being seen for who she is individually. So what would I encourage her to do? Because it sounds like it's gotten to a point where she even left home because she just couldn't bear with it, right? That's a tough thing to do. That's not an easy decision to just leave home, especially at, at a young age. And I'm guessing she's probably in her teens too. Yeah. Here's what I would suggest. I would suggest, um, I'm not sure what ability she has with communication, but I would encourage her to consider communicating with her parents saying, mom, dad, I'm not my older brother. I'm me. And what would it take for you guys to be able to see me as uniquely me because I'm not like him I'm not set apart to be like the second version of him I want to live my own life and my own interests as well so that's what I'd probably encourage is to facilitate that kind of a conversation if she is unable to do that maybe asking a counselor at school if they would be a mediator between her and her parents to appeal for her because I think the first thing that would be really helpful is for her to feel like she's being seen for who she is as an individual set apart from her brother and second for what she wants to accomplish in life maybe she just needs someone to appeal to her parents on her behalf if she doesn't feel like she has that ability to do so to help them understand that this is um, uh, someone who has a new track that she's on and wants to accomplish along those lines she's not their property as, as such and also as far as the peace on living peace on leaving home because she just wasn't being um, listened to or heard or feeling like she could communicate that way that's another element I think that throws a a bit of complication there because it sounds like the parents and her will have to commit some work on communication and what that looks like so that everyone sort of respects their space right Um, for her to acknowledge her parents and their desires while still trying to honor them can be a a tough ask that's an important part of she's going to be able to be back home or whatever 
um, other parameters are going to be ha have to be worked out for her where she's going to stay and feel safe and still be able to have some sort of a, um, a safe place like a refuge to sleep and eat and that kind of thing but I would say it starts off with communication on both sides and maybe that there needs to be someone coming in to help with that mediation between her parents and herself that's a really tough scenario and so I really feel for her because one it's not being easy it's, it's not easy being seen uh, as an individual as opposed to someone who's following in the steps of her brother that's a tough thing and then secondly just not even being uh, uh, acknowledged for her unique interest just like the previous couple of um, uh, questions we were asking yeah yeah that that, that, that is really good it's like um, coming to that point like leaving your parents house because of something they want you to do mm -hmm. so it's really hard and um, so like I think like what she can do in this case is first we'll try to you know to go back to his parents and talk to them take time to talk to them and trying to figure out you know uh, what's the best option that uh, she can do right now and I really understand her as well because, you know, like being compared, you know, to someone else who only be successful to what he chose to do in life, that that's not something really easy. And I don't think so. Like any anybody will will be down, you know, like to mm -hmm. uh, to be in this position. So, yeah, thank you so much, Brian, for uh, your advice. So we're gonna go to the next one. Um, this is from Anastasia from US. So her concern is this. Well, this one I think is gonna be part as well. So she said, I'm in high school and I don't wanna keep study either in high school or university or college. But my parents are forcing me to do so. I'm young and I just wanna have fun. And I think I will maybe study later in future. So, Bian, what do you think? Uh, you what, what kind of advice you can give to our friend Anastasia from US? So, just read me her question again, if you would, just one more time. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, her question is this. She said, um, I'm in high school. Mm -hmm. I don't want to keep studying either in high school or university or college but my parents are forcing me to do so so she said as she has to add um she's young and she just want to have fun and she thinks she will study maybe later in future yeah anastasia this is what i would suggest <laughs> <laughs> um so uh... I like thinking about Anastasia, how we can experience happiness in this present time, even while we navigate a lot of these challenging elements in our lives. Yours is also challenging because, um, goodness, uh, like you're still at home. You have desires that don't match your parents. Um, yep. This is like most teens, I'd say today, and especially most teens, just because teens usually have like there's a disconnect that usually seems to happen with parents and teens actually there seems to be a disconnect just with between adults and teens because the two sides just rarely ever feel like 
they understand each other. There seems to be some breakdown in the communication patterns there where um, from my vantage point, I'm not sure, Anastasia, Anastasia, if this is how you feel, it seems the breakdown has to do with teens not being acknowledged for their growing desire for independence, even as they're growing through various experiences in life. You're a teenager now, you're just almost like a pre-adult, and yet some for a lot of teenagers, they still feel like they're being treated like kids, and they're not being given that kind of extension of um, um, advantages to be able to make their own decisions and to be able to, you know, be responsible for those decisions. So... With reference to you, Anastasia, as you're trying to figure out how to communicate to your parents that you're not interested in studying right now and that's not on your front burner, I think a couple of things need to be acknowledged. One is this. Uh, one is that, uh, yeah, you're still in your parents' home, so there is that element where you're kind of on their playing rules, for one. And that means that your responsibilities are what does it look like for you to be doing what you're need- needing to do right now in attending school, uh, trying the best you can at school, and um, also living at home in a way that makes it a happy place to be instead of a frustrating place. So the things I would challenge you, Anastasia, is what, what, does, it look, what does it look like for you right now to do the best you can, not to be amazing, because not all of us are like brainy at school, but to do the best you can while you're at school and to honor your parents while you're at home. Um, they you, they may seem unreasonable. They may seem like really too strict. They may seem really overbearing and controlling in your life, right? But what does it look like, Anastasia, for you to um, give them the honor and respect that they're they're due being your parents for starters? Maybe they are inflexible in what they're asking of you. You know, by way of saying we want you to do this in the future, and you're like, I'm not sure I want to do that. I would say you don't necessarily have to respond right now and Anastasia, especially in, in your teen years. Let your parents like kind of speak whatever their plans are for your life, but you in your heart continue to work on a couple of things. One, saying, hey, um, I'll figure that out when, when I get there at graduation, when I can start making my own decisions, maybe move out on your own or whatever. Until such a time, just let your parents speak whatever their plans are um, and you don't necessarily have to respond to them. Um, I would say um, just let them, you know, kind of talk whatever they're talking while you get to know yourself. In the meantime, um, take heart because it doesn't mean like what they're saying you have to do doesn't mean you're going to have to do it. There is going to come a time when you're going to make your own choice. But for now, it doesn't make sense for you to keep on fighting with them about it or arguing with them. Just let them talk and, you know, plan their way. But as far as you're concerned, if you feel safe, talk to them about it, saying, I'm not sure that's going to be my future. If you don't feel safe talking about it, just keep it in your heart and plan for such a time when you can express whatever it is. You don't necessarily need to have a degree right now to make it in life. There are so many people who are choosing fantastic creative ways in the world we live in today to be able to make their mark. Amazing ways and how to sort of figure out what they want to do in the future. And a lot of times it doesn't involve school. It might, it may not, but that's you getting to know yourself. And right now, that's the season of life you're in. That's totally okay, Anastasia, that you're just where you're at, trying to figure things out. You're not a weirdo. You're not like a one-off. You're just trying to make sense of your world. And for the time being, it just starts off, I would say, with what does it look like for me to honor my parents even while I make my own decisions in my heart? It may mean that you don't talk to your parents about it, but you're making your plans for the future. And you don't have to feel like you're pigeonholed. There's, life is full of challenges already. Let's enjoy the good ones while we can right now and not make life any more difficult than we have to. Yeah. 
yeah well that that's really amazing and um i also like to add some some stuff about mm-hmm. so anesthesia i think i just like you said you you're young and you want to have fun and all those stuff so it's not a bad thing but there's also many other ways you know to have fun in life so school is something is also really important in our life because school give us you know education and education is something really important for each individual in uh, the society so i think uh in this case you have to talk to your parents and probably you know like see the options of uh, staying in school at least finish your high school and for the university or college yeah for sure you can you know think about it maybe later and um yeah so thank you so much Bian for that amazing uh, advice that you give to our friend Anastasia you're welcome so we're gonna go to our last um person so his name is Alberto from Canada so his concern is this he is a dancer and he loves uh dancing but he was thinking to study I mean to go to the um, school of dance mm. after after high school but when he started talking to his parents about it he kind of feel like his brain wasn't okay you know uh, to see him become dancer mm-hmm. however that's something he's really passionate about he he loved to do it so her parents want him to do something else in life because they said that him being a dancer is not gonna make him you know uh make a living he's not gonna make a living with that so what can you suggest him for his case um so here again alberto i would probably say your parents are speaking out of love and concern when they say hey we're concerned about your economic success in the future we want we don't want to see you struggling to buy food to put on your table and provide for your family and so they're expressing their concern that your career choice your desire is not going to be sufficient yeah and something to note too for your listeners who sound fairly young um um just is that our parents come from a different background by way of concern so our parents come from a time when they used to commit a full career in one place for a lifetime and it didn't matter if they liked the job or not or that they were really passionate about their job for them it was all about survival what does survival look like and so we're going to take whatever comes along the way we can't be choosers because we're beggars and so we're going to take the first opportunity that comes that's the one we're going to lock on so that's part of this challenge and that dynamic that our parents are often speaking out of is that they're speaking from a, a vantage point guys where it is where they're saying hey we are going to make the best opportunity that we can with what we have right now and this is the best option here it's to take the best choice regardless of if you like it or not so that's what i think is going to be happening there alberta with 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 your parents for example and so along those lines i 
I think it's also again a conversation piece. I just can't get away from this answer of having good communication with your parents who are operating out of love for you. It may not feel like love, it may feel like very constraining, but if I can argue that they are trying the best that they can, and sometimes the tough part, the the friction, the tension comes when there is a difference of interest between parents and their kids, and so it almost becomes like we're butting heads and disagreement and fights. And the very consistent thing is both sides are trying to say, I love you, but I have a different idea of how this should go. I love you, but I think you should do this or this. And so parents struggle often because they want to almost have control over their kids' lives to make sure that they're safe and successful and well provided for. That's their main concern. It hurts parents to see their kids in tough places um, economically. They don't want to see their kids um, homeless or without ability to buy food or um, have a place to lay down their heads at nighttime. That's what they've been doing their whole lifetime. And so the, releasing that control over the kids' lives is a challenging thing to be able to say to their kids, hey kids, you are now able to make your own decisions. That's a tough thing for parents to say because they care so much. And it's a tough thing for the kids who are receiving that kind of attention and love from their parents to say, oh, I need some space to breathe. I need some space to make my own decisions. That's a tough one for the kids to be able to be on the receiving end. But Alberta, I'd say, what does what does what do conversations with your parents look like if you're able to go to them and say, Mom and Dad, let me first of all acknowledge your love for me, and hoping that I'll choose something different that you think will be more successful. Let me acknowledge that first as a starting place. Let me acknowledge and say thank you for the way you've served me all these years. You've been faithful and doing so well. I want to be able to have some control in figuring out where I want to go in the future. I don't want to resent you because of doing something for a lifetime that I really don't like. I understand the cost that it may be, that I may not be able to live at a level that you feel comfortable, but I'm signing up for this because I really feel passionately about this and I want to be a success in the future in doing this. I want to work hard at this, the way you've taught me to work hard at everything else. Would you please be willing to let me do this? Ultimately, Alberta, it's going to be you uh, making that decision. I hope it's not like my scenario where my parents and I didn't talk for a few years because I chose to do what I needed to do. But Alberta, here's something I do know that even though it may mean separation, if they don't understand what you've chosen, and it may be really difficult for you to leave your parents because they're not supportive of what you're doing. It's only a momentary thing. And momentary, I mean, maybe three to five years at the most kind of thing before they come around and say, okay, you're consistent in this and you're doing a a fantastic job in accomplishing your goals. It may take that, but I wonder if it isn't, again, that conversation, Josu, to encourage a lot of uh, your followers and, and, and your listeners that the conversation piece with honor and respect for our parents is one of the most critical elements in growing as individuals. As these young people have the opportunity to have those difficult conversations with their parents and saying, I love you, I honor you, I respect you, but I need to make my own decision. And I don't want this to seem like I'm abandoning you or writing you guys off. I want to honor you even as I make this decision and working hard to keep those connections with their parents, even while they choose their own choices in life. Yeah. Wow. Uh, thank you so much, Bjorn, for the amazing talk that we had today. And so we are coming to the end of this podcast because uh, our friend Bjorn, he also has, you know, many other stuff to do. So 
I want to say a big thank you to Beyond to uh, have accepted to join this podcast today. And um, also a big thank you to each person who sends to me uh, all those uh, questions. And as I always say, if you have more questions, please feel free to send me your questions. And probably to the next podcast, to the next episode, we will be talking about uh, your concern, your questions, and maybe, you know, give you the answer that you're looking for. So thank you so much, Dian, to have uh, joined this podcast. I really hope to see you again to uh, the next episode we follow up uh, the next time. The pleasure is mine, Josu. Thank you for inviting me. Fantastic questions from your listeners, and I appreciate what you're doing for them. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay. Uh, thank you to everyone, and I hope to see you to the next podcast. Thank you, and bye. Bye for now. <laughs>